Hello and welcome to another episode of the Average Joe Football Show. I'm your host, Joe Fair. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of your fun uncle's favorite football podcast. I'm joined, not once again, but for the first time, I believe, in the intro by my co-host, Mike. How's it going, Mike? Yo, Joe, what's up, dude? Great to be back. Dude, it's great to be back. Uh, We're finally back. Uh, And you guys might notice it's a little different. Joe is not in the intro. Uh, We're going to be doing this a little while without him. Uh, He decided to just take a break, take a a little step away from the podcast. There's no hard feelings. There's no drama. We don't need to, like, you know, there's none of that. I was just at his birthday party yesterday. We're still good friends, but... He, uh, he just, yeah, he needed to take a little time off on the podcast. So you're going to have to bear with us for the next few weeks. It's going to be a little bit of a transition going from him doing a lot of the, a lot of the hard work. Like I always say with all the audio stuff and everything to me doing it. And I don't know what I'm doing at all before this. Uh, I just found out that my laptop has a button that can, you can block your webcam. And I was wondering why my webcam wasn't working. Um, took me like 15 minutes to figure that out. So I'm not very good with computers, but definitely going to give it my best shot. Uh, but yeah, we're back. We're recording this on a Saturday. It's the 26th of the month of uh, what month is it? March. It's March. I think we're in March, March. It's March. Shoot. All the days blend together. Uh, we didn't intend really to take this long of a break, but right now life is very hectic. Uh, my basement is getting uh, finished. I had an unfinished basement getting finished. Uh, we're, so I had to move everything. That's where we had all the audio stuff. And right now I'm recording back in my bedroom, back where this whole podcast started. Uh, so a little bit of, uh, you know, full circle here. Um, but no, we're going to, we're hopefully things will get pop in there and I'll get myself a nice setup. But Mike, how have you, how have you been? How's your time off been? Uh, you know, what you've been up to, non-football related or football related, whatever, what, you, what, you, what, what you've been doing the last, uh, what, month, month and a half? Well, Joe, I mean, like you said, it's been hectic. Uh, life's been crazy. I figured taking some time off the pod would open up some time, but it just made it even, I think, crazier. Um, you know, just been getting back into golf. It's warming up over here down in Texas. There so you go. Golf games, uh, golf games coming around. I got a tee time here in about two hours, so that'll be good. Very but good. No, nah, dude, good. it's been it's been epic. It's been crazy. Um, found out yesterday what uh, what gender our baby is. Uh, oh for my you guys who don't know, me and my wife are pregnant. We're about halfway oh. halfway through. So yeah, I don't even think we've announced that on the podcast that you and your wife are expecting your second child. Yeah, dude, it's nuts. I'm about to be a dad of two. That's exciting. So you know the gender of your of your I do. next baby. I do. There you go. Have you have you told like any of your family yet, or you, that's like happening later? That is happening later. They're gonna find out at the uh, at the birth. Oh, really? Yeah, they are not oh, okay. at the birth. They're not gonna be there, but they'll, they'll find yeah, out yeah, after. Yeah. No, that's sweet. Awesome. I did not know you guys were doing that. That's really cool. That's that's sick. That's really exciting. Uh, no, that's awesome. Yeah, Mike's having another baby. I'm I'm working on podcast stuff. You know, it's been exciting times for all of us. But no, it's been it's been good. Um, and as far as the NFL universe, like, did we miss anything really? Like not a whole lot. Happened. I don't, to be honest, it's been one of the more boring off seasons. I'm kind of <laughs> glad we, I'm kind of glad we took this break. Cause there's been yeah. nothing to talk about. 
it's not like there's a new news drop like every day that shakes up the league. Like nothing is like it's been pretty quiet, you know. No, no quarterbacks moving teams. No big uh, receivers moving to different teams. Nope. It's, yeah, it's kind of it's been kind of weird. It's been kind of crazy. Uh, but no, obviously, if you follow the NFL, you know that the last few weeks in the NFL since the end of the Super Bowl. Uh, since the the Rams hoisted the Lombardi, free agency and everything has been unbelievable. Just completely chaotic. I feel like ever since we've, ever since Mike really has come on the podcast, the NFL feels like it is just chaos all the time, and that that totally kept going uh, throughout free agency. We had so much stuff we missed. Quarterbacks moving all over the place. Uh, Tom Brady came back out of retirement. What the heck? He saw um, the price of gas, Joe. He needs a job. He can't afford to sit at home and pay those gas prices. Yeah, he's like, oh shoot, I got to get back out there, man. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be able to, to just, to just live off my football money anymore. But no, he, I, I, I was saying he, he got 40 days in. And he's like, I'm. This is, this is my family, really. I, <laughs> okay, nah. maybe, yeah. maybe I don't want to spend time with these. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just playing. Uh, I saw no, something that, uh, that. You know, he got he was in for forty days, and he realized his family had lives. You know, they were all gone, so he's just sitting at home <laughs> watching Man in the Arena, and uh, he just got tired of yeah. it. He's like, you can only mow your grass so many times, man. Yeah. Like I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting bored. I gotta get out. Just there. imagine, you live in Florida, you drive past this house, and there's Tom Brady in white New Balance shoes mowing his yard. Like <laughs> that's how you see Tom Brady for the first time. Can you imagine? That is, I would love to know if Tom Brady mows his own grass. That would be, that would be iconic. Tom Brady's walking around. He's got his shirt tucked into his pants with the white New Balances on. That's risky wearing the white New Balances though, man, when you're mowing grass. They'll get green real quick. That's, yeah, that's no joke, especially in Florida. It's green all year round. Oh, heck yeah. Not here. It literally, I kid you not, it was snowing just a few minutes ago here in Canada. So you're talking about how you're getting back into golf. Well, we might be preparing for another winter. I'm not even sure what the heck's going wow. on here. Yeah, it's 85 and no wind sunny, which in Canadian, that's probably like <laughs> mid twenties, closer to 30 to 30 degrees yeah. Celsius in Canadian. That's great. That's great. Oh, that's, that's, you know, it just shows, you know, how, how different our lives truly are. You're out there living in, I don't know, paradise and we wonder, we wonder in the winter, why do we live here again? But, you know, summers are nice, summers are nice. But anyways, maybe we should get back, get into football. We've been gone. Uh, and the as far as the uploading stuff, guys, we're recording this on a Saturday. We're hoping to get it up potentially on Monday or Tuesday, depending on how it goes. You'll have to bear with us the next couple of weeks. It's just going to be, it's going to be a little wonky as far as upload dates. We'll tr- we're, we're still going to try to get one out every week. But it's just, we're, we're kind of working in, like, it's a whole new routine. And so we're working to get back into it. But for those of you guys who don't know, we might not be on podcasts every week on the same schedule. Mm-hmm. But we have a new TikTok channel that you can yes. follow us every day posting content. It's epic. It's going to be good. Hit us up on our TikTok page. Yes, we are TikTokers now. Well, mostly Mike. Mike is running the TikTok page. I don't even know how to use TikTok, so I got to figure that out feel like i'm like 20 years older than mike but he's actually older than me but i uh mike's doing a killer job with that tiktok account uh it's really good just posting up just football stuff maybe we're gonna post some you know podcast related things podcast questions uh make sure you guys give us a follow on that it's underscore 
Average Joe Show. That's what it is, right? Yeah, it's, I believe it's the same as our Instagram. Okay, so at underscore Average Joe Show. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. I'm going to try to be more active on Instagram. I've tried. I've gotten, you know, I've posted stories and stuff. I got to be better at that. Uh, so we're going to try to do better on there. And then also on Twitter at underscore Average Joe Show. I uh, don't post as much on their podcast related stuff. It's mostly just me talking about the Dolphins. So if you want to see that, make sure you jump on there. But on this podcast, we talk about football and honestly, free agency and the draft coming up and this kind of this, this area, because I've had a team that sucks every single year. Um, and I'm mean, sorry, not every single year. That's, that feels like a little over exaggeration, but they're a team that, you know, they don't win very often. Uh, this has kind of been like my favorite time of year for, for, for NFL at times, because you know, the, we don't win games, but you, you know, we often win free agency and you can get excited about that. And I think they will get into the dolphins again later, but they potentially did that again. And in the end, you know, a lot of times that doesn't really matter, but the NFL, I find this, I find the whole player movement thing and, and, you know, trades and draft picks and all that. To me, that's really entertaining. I love that part, that aspect of football. Uh, Mike, I don't know how you feel about it. Like, but I, I get really fired up around, around this time. Well, Joe, you know, as a Pats fan, we usually celebrate in February, um, <laughs> March and April. We don't do anything as a team. We are the worst draft team, I feel like. And free agency, other than last year, we don't spend a dollar. Yep. So uh, for, for a Pats fan, it's quite boring during this time of the year. But, you know, it is fun watching every other team, the uh, acquisitions that they uh, they get and everything that goes mm-hmm. on, especially this year. How insane was free agency? I did not expect this. But like every 30 minutes, my phone's blowing up with this big trade, that big trade. And I was like, dude, this is nuts. There was like legitimately a moment like it's kind of slowed down now. I feel like and as we're saying that now, probably in between us recording this and and uploading it, Kyler Murray is going to get traded to the Falcons or something. But um, imagine. But uh, it seemed like like after the uh, the Tyreek Hill trade, which we'll talk about later. It's like I like the day after that it kind of slowed down and it was almost like what the heck why don't I get notifications on my phone anymore like it's like because there's a, before that it was like every single day some sort of groundbreaking trade happened and it was like this was definitely one of the this is I think in my lifetime the craziest offseason I've ever seen this felt like the NBA like the NFL has never big been as big into trades and player movement as much as like the NBA, but it really feels like the players are kind of taking control and this is becoming a lot more like the NBA. I kind of enjoy that though, because like it's, it's, I think it's time for the players to get what they deserve. Cause you know, like you look at the receiver class, we have Devonta Adams, Tyree kill. Um, and there's a plenty of other big name receivers, but seeing them get paid this year was like, okay, that's good. You know, you usually see, you know, of course, Aaron Rodgers, the Patrick Mahomes, the Tom Brady's, the, the Russell Wilson's all these big name quarterbacks get their big contracts. There's no money for the the receivers, the tight ends, defense. And this year, it seems like, or this year, it seemed like every single position got just this massive contract. And I was like, good for them. Good for them. Yeah. And and a lot of the times in free agency like this, there's not like huge, huge names that like get moved. Like even, even the, like, even the guys that are free agents, they're sort of middle tier. There's occasionally like a high tier you know, guy that'll that'll be in free agency, like when Peyton Manning was a free agent, like that was like he's one of the biggest free agents of all time. But for the most part, it's like these borderline, not quite Pro Bowl level players. But this year, it was like like 
all pro here, all pro there, you know, pro bowler here, hall of famer here. Like there was just guys moving all over the place and it was really, really, really fun. A lot of quarterback movement. I was talking to my buddy, Joel. Uh, he's been on this podcast a couple times and, um, and I remember right before free agency kind of started and kicked off, we were like, oh, I guess we got fooled again. No quarterback movement. How did we fall for this again? So it was, it was like, we were so frustrated. We we're like, no big names. Because at the combine, they were talking. Even the teams are talking. They're like, yep, looks like no veteran quarterbacks are going to be moved. And so we were like, oh, what the heck? Nothing's going to happen. And then boom, one after another, it happened. And why don't we start with the quarterback position? Obviously, the biggest position in all of sports uh, a lot, a lot of quarterback movement, even after it seemed like there would be no quarterback movement. But the one we got to start off with that kind of kicked everything off was the quarterback not moving anywhere. It was the quarterback staying with the same team. And it was Aaron Rodgers. So a couple of weeks back, uh, right before the start of free agency, Aaron Rodgers announces that he's going back to the Green Bay Packers. He signs a brand new contract, a three-year, $150 million contract. Uh, $50 million per year. Uh, this It seemed to be moving towards this direction. Uh, Mike, I don't know what your thoughts are on this, but I, I, I know after the season, uh, I, after their season ended, I was, I, I was on this podcast saying, I think Aaron Rodgers is leaving. I think he's probably going to leave. He's not satisfied. But between the weeks... Uh, between that then and 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 where we where we are now, it, you could really see it kind of turning towards Aaron Rodgers returning to Green Bay. I don't know what your thoughts were. You surprised? And what are your thoughts? Do you think it was the right decision for Aaron Rodgers to go back to Green Bay, or or should he have maybe tested going elsewhere? Well, Joe, I honestly wasn't surprised because it's like every year Aaron Rodgers has some kind of um, media around him. There's mm-hmm. just drama, um, and so I was like, oh, is he leaving? Is he going elsewhere? I honestly thought he was going to Tennessee. I saw a report he was building a house in Tennessee. I was like, okay, they're making a trade. Didn't happen. When I heard he signed the deal, I was like, not surprised. Um, But I am a little bit like curious if he did ponder free agency, like look around because they lost a lot. The Packers have lost plenty of big players. Mm -hmm. So I feel like Aaron Rodgers probably should have signed elsewhere if he wants to go on a Super Bowl run to end his career. Like, if he wants to just stay comfortable, first-round playoff losses, Green Bay is the place to be, Joe, all day, <laughs> every day. Put up 10 points, 14 points at home. You can do that. That's fine. But if he wants to win a Super Bowl, I think he would have needed to go elsewhere. I was That's why I was a little bit confused, especially with the money, the big money, um, and now they weren't able to pay some of these other big stars. So now that seems like the Packers are a bit gutted, but who knows? Yeah. Maybe they're going to draft a bunch of big names in in, uh, in the draft, kind of like Aaron, what Aaron's wanted, a first-round receiver. Um, and who knows? Maybe the Packers are going to run next year. But I, I, I don't really agree with the signing, but, I mean, I'm not the one signing for $150 million, so. Yeah, listen. And, and you do make the argument that, you know, I understand what you're saying, like now, He's done this song and dance in Green Bay over and over and over again, and they just they can't get. And I I don't even think that's the Packers' fault per se. I think Aaron Rodgers doesn't step up in big games. That's my opinion. Uh, with all due respect, I do uh, think Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback, but we've seen him time and time again not step up. However, you can also make the argument the NFC. If you look, and we'll get into everything that happened, but the NFC has been completely gutted. Like you, you like you were saying, the Packers roster is gutted. The NFC has been gutted of quarterbacks of talent there seems like it seems like in the nfc 
you're either like there's four teams that are kind of competing for the Super Bowl and a lot of other teams are like tanking essentially like some teams are just are rebuilding and so you can make the argument that in the NFC you know you have a clearer path to the Super Bowl Joe I just want to say one thing while we're on the topic of quarterbacks I think the top four quarterbacks in the NFC right now set Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady Mm -hmm. and then you got Dak and Kirk Cousins Kirk Cousins. I was trying that to think like about the, this. That's like the day. top four. Like, think about it. You have those two who have, you know, they've done their thing for the past 15 years. And then you got Dak and Kirk Cousins. Like, that is a significant drop. I'm not that saying is, well, Dak and Kirk don't have talent. I'm just saying that's a pretty steep drop. Yeah, I, I was I was literally thinking about this the other day at work. I was like, how, like, who are the quarterbacks even in the NFC? And I think you have those four. Like, Kyler Murray, you could potentially, like, where do you rank him? Do you... Is he ranked above Kirk Cousins at this point? Do you do you think Kyler Murray's it, ranked above? Uh, it depends. If he's if he gets his stuff together, I think he can be a better quarterback. Absolutely, but he also seems to be someone who loves the media and the spotlight and the drama. It's like every year they start three, four, and zero, oh, and then Kyler Murray just sits on the bench and pouts when they're down <laughs> seven points. He needs to step up and be a leader, Joe. And Ma- Matthew Stafford. Where would you rank Matthew Stafford? Oh. I keep forgetting the Rams are in the NFC. Matthew Stafford <laughs> would be up there with the other two, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I uh yeah, he probably is, but I don't, I don't think that Matt, like honestly, and I'm a big Matthew Stafford fan. I don't think he's that much better than Kirk Cousins if he if he even. Like I think they're probably fairly similar players. Um but yeah, no, that's definitely an interesting topic to 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 talk about. And we'll have to talk about that more at some point. Uh I also, listen, the same day that Aaron Rodgers just, it was probably like half an hour to an hour after Aaron Rodgers announces he's going back to the Green Bay Packers. The biggest bomb uh, of a, of a trade happened. That was Russell Wilson being traded to the, uh, to the Denver Broncos. So he, he gets traded. I was stunned. Why don't we do a little thing? Let's, let's do a shock. o meter, Mike, let, let, let's go from zero to five. How shocked were you when you heard, and we'll do this with a couple of these trades, when you heard that Russell Wilson was going to the Denver Broncos, let's say zero, obviously you weren't surprised. You're like, oh, I knew it was going to happen. Five is like, oh my goodness gracious, this was stunning. For me, it's probably like a, I would say like a four on the show. Like I was shocked when this news hit. Yeah, I was, uh, I'm going to also go with a four. Um, I felt like Russ had the potential to stay. And then when he did get traded, I was like, bro, wasn't so much the team he got traded to. It was just like, I did not think they were going to actually drop Russell Wilson. I was like, he's there. He's the only reason that team has been relevant the last three years. Um, So I was blown away that they were willing to let him walk. I'm not saying they didn't get anything in return. They got, um, what was it? A fourth round pick went with Russ, but they got two first rounders, a fifth rounder, um, quarterback Drew Locke, tight end Noah Fant, and uh, defensive tackle Shelby Harris. So, I mean, the uh, the Broncos gave up a lot. The Seahawks got a lot for Russ. So, I mean, also two first rounders. I, I missed it. They also got two first rounders with Russ in that trade. So, the, the Broncos yeah. just got uh, Russ and a fourth rounder, but the Seahawks got a load for him. So, I mean... At the end of the day, the did the Seahawks truly lose anything here, Joe? Uh, it's, uh, I I I, I want to get your opinion on that. Like, do you who do you who do you think who do you think um, 
won the trade. And to me, I have a, I to me it's very very obvious who won the trade. And I saw people I saw people making arguments. So yeah, uh, Denver got Russell Wilson and a fourth round pick. Uh, Seattle gets two firsts, two seconds, a fifth, and then Drew Locke, Noah Fant, and Shelby Harris. I think it's completely ridiculous to say that the Seattle Seahawks won this trade, to me, in my opinion. I saw some people saying Seattle, and you can disagree with me, but um, any trade, and I understand they gave up a lot, but honestly, they didn't give up that much, if you think about it. They, people are like, oh, they traded away their whole future. No, they didn't. They traded away like their next two two years. Two years for potentially what? Eight years, uh, eight, ten more years of of an of a franchise quarterback. Even if you think that Russell Wilson is not an elite, elite quarterback like he used to be, it's a franchise quarterback. Like he's he's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. To me, it's absolutely worth it. And to me, to say that the team that acquired a franchise quarterback lost a trade is ridiculous. Yeah, Joe. I mean. The Broncos, by far, in my opinion, won this trade. You know, like I said, they got Russ. Um, the team has... It's a, a pretty well-established offense. They were just needing a quarterback, and now they got a quarterback. Um, their defense wasn't awful. And the people that are saying the Seahawks won the, uh, the trade, I, I just I don't understand how, because they got Drew Locke, which, in my opinion, he's not going to win them a Super Bowl. And the Seahawks have yet to help Russell Wilson in any way the past couple of years with an offensive line. So giving them four draft picks, what are they going to do? Draft three corners and a tight end. And now we still have a faulty offensive line that can't protect anybody. <laughs> and so you're not going to go anywhere. So those picks are probably not going to be anything. Um, so yeah, no, I, if you think the Seahawks won the trade, I think you are very much mistaken. Absolutely. Uh, it's, it's, if in, they got rid of their quarterback, dude. Like, like they they got rid of a franchise yeah. quarterback. Like, I like you just like for what? So that Pete Carroll could win? Like, I I don't I do not understand. Uh, I think you got to do everything you can when you have a franchise quarterback to keep him in the building. To me, uh, I'm excited for the Denver Broncos. I'm excited for that team. I think they're going to be. Listen, uh, they're in a tough division. That AFC West is unbelievable. You have. Patrick Mahomes, you got Justin Herbert, you got Russell Wilson. Uh, he might be the third best quarterback in that in that division. To be honest, I, I don't know Can't your forget thoughts. Derek Carr. Yeah, forget. Listen, Derek Carr is a really good quarterback. I don't. I know people hate on him, make fun of him. He's definitely the fourth best in that division, probably. But the Raiders, they're loading up. They, they I really like what they've done this offseason. That whole division is is unbelievable. Um, where where do you think? Where do you think this puts the Broncos in that division? Where do you th- where do you think they rank uh, as far as the division rankings go? All right, Joe. This is a hot take. We got Chargers number one. Okay. And then we're going to go Broncos. Okay. And then it's a toss-up between the Chiefs and the Raiders. Oh, and man. Of Here course, everyone knows. Again. Everyone knows I'm a Chief hater. But what the Chiefs <laughs> did with their number one offensive weapon... And they've also dropped a lot of receivers. I don't know. I'm very curious to see what the Chiefs offense is going to look like. We have no clue. Um, So I put the Chargers number one. And then you could honestly say the Broncos, Chiefs, and Raiders are all a toss-up for two. Um, But I like the Broncos over the Chiefs. The Broncos had some good games against the Chiefs last year. And now they actually have a quarterback. So let's see where that goes. 
Yeah, I, I would probably rank the Broncos third in the division. I I, th- I still believe that the Chiefs, I mean, I, I like I said, I think Russell Wilson is the third best quarterback in that division, which is crazy to even think about. But uh, and I think the Broncos are probably the third best team. Although, like the Raiders, I I, f- I don't feel comfortable putting them at four because they're a I good know. team. Like they're a really good team. Any other division, the Raiders are probably winning the division. Joe, like, they picked up Devonta Adams, Chandler Jones, um, signed Max Crosby to a big deal. Like yeah. the Raiders, the Raiders made some big choice or big uh, changes. They got Josh McDaniels in the off season. Exactly. The yeah. entire Patriots coaching staff with him. Oh yeah, yeah. Literally, Patriots have nothing left. But yeah, no, that's 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 a that's definitely an an interesting discussion, and we'll definitely talk more about the Devonta Adams trade and all that in a bit. But then we got well, let's quickly run through a, a few of these other quarterbacks. So while uh, after all this was going on, a couple days later, Tom Brady announces he's coming back uh, after yep. only forty days retiring. Um, this makes sense. I mean, I was not surprised. Like shockometer, I was probably like a like a two and a half right in the middle like i was shocked Uh, that it happened but it was like it makes sense you know yeah this one this one was like a one and a half two for me as well i was like ah you know the nfc is nothing now so why not win another super bowl easy path to the super bowl uh he comes back everybody resigns with the buccaneers essentially they get ryan jensen back they get uh, Leonard Fournette back. They get Carlton Davis back. The Bucks are loading up. They think they can win another Super Bowl. I think that's it's definitely reasonable to think that they have a real shot at the Super Bowl. Um, but did you just smack your elbow? I did, Joe. I did. <laughs> Ouch! That looked like that hurt. Oh my yeah, goodness! That was a bit gracious. painful. <laughs> okay, you just yeah. then we'll move on if you don't want to talk about Tom Brady that bad. No, Sorry, I'm over honey. it, Joe. Okay, <laughs> I, I, that was my signal right there. Like, let's get out of here. Yeah, stop talking about Tom Brady. All right, let's move on to uh, the next big quarterback that moved. And this, you could argue, this was the best quarterback. Well, I guess Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he one of the best quarterbacks to, to to be moved. And this is this is a tricky situation. Deshaun Watson did end up getting traded to uh, the Cleveland Browns for an absolute uh, haul. Well, actually, I mean, we'll get into that. But I was surprised. I didn't think that. You know, Houston got as much back as I thought they would get for it. But this whole situation, I don't know what your thoughts are on this, Mike. I know you have a daughter and like, so you, you know, you you have maybe different thoughts on, on the whole, because, you know, the whole him, his treatment of women and, and, and the yeah. whole situation. And it's a, it's a tricky situation. Uh, and I did find it kind of gross at one point when he was like, he was kind of doing this recruiting tour and he got to tell teams, oh, I'm not going to you. I'm not going to you. Uh, and he just he just drug it out for so long, and it's like shut up and choose a team, man. Like you're lucky that you're even being able to. And listen, innocent and like I'm not trying to say that he's guilty. You know, I I have my opinions. People have their opinions. Uh, I I won't get into that, but it's just like you're lucky to be in this situation that you can still play football. And he's like dragging it out and doing this whole thing. To me, that was so annoying. I was so annoyed with that whole thing. Yeah, same here, Joe. And what people don't understand is, yeah, Deshaun was very talented. Very talented quarterback. He's been out of the NFL for a year and a half. He hasn't played football for like a year and a half. Um, and who knows if he's even going to play this year. He could be suspended for multiple games a whole mm-hmm. season. We don't know. Um, but I just don't get the Browns. Like every single quarterback the Browns draft. It's like they they want. Like they said. They, they were wanting to move on from Baker. Because they wanted an adult quarterback. And then they go for Deshaun Watson. Yeah. That is the dumbest thing ever. 
Like That's I do so not stupid. understand where, where like how can you like literally and then after Deshaun said no, I'm not coming to Cleveland, they tried to mend what they broke with Baker and Baker said he wasn't having it. Um and then they get they end up getting Deshaun, but I'm just so confused like how you can completely disregard a man who literally tore every ligament in his body last yeah. year playing for you and just say, we're going to move on and go after another quarterback who might not play for us for a year, who might not play in the NFL. We have no clue what's going to happen. And you gave him $230 million, basically all guaranteed. Yeah, and listen, it's a business. We know there's business decisions, but it is... I I was... The way that they drug Baker Mayfield's name through the mud in this whole situation is... That was disgusting. Like, come on. That dude... He came there. He embraced Cleveland, an organization that was complete garbage when he got there. And, like, he won a playoff game, nearly beat the Chiefs in the playoffs, too. Like, and he played good football. I understand. And he was injured this whole last season. And then to go and say, oh, we want an adult at quarterback. Oh, yeah. And then you will get a freaking potential sexual deviant. It's like, come on. You don't want an then, adult quarterback. You want a guy who can throw the ball harder than Baker Mayfield. Exactly. And what also bug, it bugs me is there was the whole Odell drama. There were plenty of balls Odell dropped that were in his hands. It was not Baker Mayfield. Now, I'm not going to say Baker Mayfield's a top five quarterback in the NFL, but Deshaun Watson isn't either, in my opinion. All these Deshaun Watson stands who think that he's the greatest quarterback outside of Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, the man has not played competitive football for a year and a half. Mm -hmm. Like, like, what's the hype? I don't understand. And And then you see... Teams like the Falcons taking uh, Marcus Mariota over Baker Mayfield. And it's like, why is Baker getting literally shut out of the NFL? Yeah, what is that? What is even going? I don't understand. Like, Baker is all of a sudden chopped liver. It's like, what do we do? Like, people are, like, making memes and stuff about him that he's garbage. And, like, he's a good quarterback. Like, people are, like, ask, like he could probably start on... There's m- numerous teams. He's a better quarterback than than Tua. He's a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts. He's a better quarterback probably than, like, Mac... I know Mac Jones is not fair. He's kind of, like, a rookie. But, like, I mean, like, he's shown more than guys like that. He's shown more than Marcus Mariota, like you were saying. He's shown, like, he is a... He can be a good quarterback. Is he a top-five quarterback? No. And listen, and we, we were saying... You were saying the thing about the Odell thing, and it... Is Baker Mayfield perfect? No. I know he can get like he can get on people's nerves and I don't know if he's the best teammate in the world, but like that whole nonsense with the Browns was so terrible. And then to bring in Deshaun Watson um for okay, so the, the, the Browns were eliminated. Deshaun Watson was doing his whole tour and he was saying, "Panthers, I don't want to go to you. Uh Browns, I don't want to go to you." And all of a sudden he goes to the Browns. And the only reason he went to the Browns he, he lied about this in his press conference. I know it's a lie. He said uh, that it had nothing to do with the contract. It's like, whatever, dude. You alert you eliminated them. The Browns came back and said, okay, we'll give you a $230 million fully guaranteed contract, which is crazy. He's now being rewarded with a new contract after all this is going on. That's the only reason he signed with Cleveland. I'm convinced of it. They, they realized they couldn't mend the fences with Baker. They're like, oh, shoot. We got to do everything we can to go get this guy. Uh, so he ends up picking Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland gets him for, uh, they get Deshaun Watson and a sixth round pick. And they trade away three first round picks, uh, a third round pick, uh, two fourth round picks. Uh, yeah, and that's, that's the whole haul. To be honest, I, I was surprised. I thought it would be more than that. But definitely still a big, a big hole, uh, a big, uh, you know, uh, amount of assets going towards the Houston Texans. They finally rid themselves of this issues 
But why don't we talk football a little bit? I know we we we, we talked a lot about the personal side of things and, and Deshaun Watson. How good does this make the Cleveland Browns? Do you think this makes the Cleveland Browns a Super Bowl contender? Do you think that they can win the division with Deshaun Watson? Um, like where where do the Cleveland Browns go from here? I think the Cleveland Browns stay at number three, Joe. Um, really? We have we have Joe Burrow and the Bengals who just beefed up their offensive line. The one problem they had. Um, people are again doubting the Bengals. I'm like the Bengals right now are the number one team in the division. We saw them last year go to a Super Bowl. We know what they can do. Until proven uh, otherwise. Exactly. And then you got the Steelers and the Ravens. The Ravens were literally the most injured team, I think, last year. And they were one game from making the playoffs. Yep. The Steelers just got a new quarterback in Mitch Trubisky, which people are dogging that tra- uh, that deal. Meanwhile, they made the playoffs with Ben Roethlisberger, who couldn't throw the ball farther than five yards down the field. Yep. So it's like, how can you be much worse? And then you got the Browns, who don't even have a quarterback guaranteed to start the beginning of next season. They're actually they do. They have Jacoby Brissett, who will probably oh be their starter God. if Deshaun <laughs> Watson can't. And so I do not see that team being a Super Bowl contender until the next season, but then Deshaun would be out of the NFL for two and a half years. Yep. And we have no idea what he's going to be like. Yeah. Uh, I'm telling you next season is going to suck for Cleveland. I'm convinced. Uh, I, I, you, I've made my, like, I've talked about Sean Watson a lot because the dolphins were in on him for so, so long. And, uh, and you know, I've probably contradicted myself many times and all in all this, I think he's a really good quarterback. I think he has the ability to be an MVP level quarterback uh, again, he's been out of football, like you said, for a year and a half. So who knows how long it's going to take him to get back. And if he ever gets back to what he was playing at, uh, I think in the long run, this could, you know, this makes Cleveland better this year though, like Deshaun Watson's probably going to get suspended for at least at, at the very minimum four games. And then you have to play with Jacoby Brissett. And I'm telling you, man, Jacoby Brissett's a bad quarterback. I don't know why they traded Case Keenum away. But they should have kept Case Keenum because he's a better quarterback uh, than Jacoby Brissett. It's going to be a struggle there for Cleveland for a little while this season and, and into the next few seasons, depending how long it takes for Deshaun Watson to get back into it. But um, another thing, I don't know if you watched Deshaun Watson's opening press conference that he had. Uh, I did not. With, oh, man. I watched it just before we were recording this. I, I was just prepping for the podcast and I was watching a little bit. It is the most somber thing like you would never guess that a team is getting a new franchise quarterback like it is it is it is dead in there everybody looks miserable and the and the reporters are just grilling grilling Andrew Barry Kevin Stefanski and Deshaun Watson it's it's brutal yeah no um I have not seen it but I mean what do the Browns expect like yeah I don't. I'm surprised I, they even I, I don't did get a the move, press but, conference. I mean, but yeah, it, it this this trade. I mean, was I surprised? Absolutely. But it's like I, if there's a team that would do this, something like this, it would be the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, I can in, th- in that aspect of it too. It's like you can totally just see this going so bad for the Browns, yeah. just going so bad. I hope. Wow, I don't know. It's hard because I almost say I hope not because I've always liked the Browns. I've always rooted for the lovable losers. But this whole situation definitely makes it very messy. Um, but yeah, if you want to, if you and if as far as the press conference goes, if you want to see the polar opposite, go. Even if you just watch for a little bit, anybody listening to this, go to the Cleveland Browns YouTube, watch the Deshaun. This you can watch like you know five minutes of the Deshaun Watson presser, and then go and watch the Dolphins. Go on the Dolphins uh, page and watch Teron Armstead 
and and Tyreek Hill. Spoilers, we're going to talk about that a little bit later. Tyreek Hill's opening press conference. The vibes are completely different. One is like a funeral, and the other one is like a 21st birthday party. It's just, it's a good time. Everybody's excited. But yeah, the vibes in Cleveland, even though you got a franchise quarterback, the vibes are not great uh, with the Cleveland Browns. But why don't we move on to... A couple of the, te- the teams that missed out on Deshaun Watson, they tried to trade for Deshaun Watson. He decided, nope, I'm going to get my fully guaranteed contract. The most fully guaranteed money ever, by the way. Um, the Atlanta Falcons and the New Orleans Saints were, were uh, two of the other teams. They seem like the favorites to land Deshaun Watson. We don't need to talk too much about their quarterbacks, but New Orleans brings back Jameis Winston for a new deal, and Atlanta ends up trading Matt Ryan because... Obviously, Matt Ryan's ticked off that they're going to get, uh, you know, a, that's another aspect of this whole situation. Matt Ryan, who's been a stand-up guy there for the Atlanta Falcons his whole career, um, and and now they're going and you know, they're, they're trying to trade. And again, innocent until proven guilty. I get that. I get that. And I, I'm trying to be, you know, down the middle. But you go and get a guy with all these legal issues, it's, it's a bad look for Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure, Joe. And I don't know if you saw, but Atlanta had a longer um, tribute post for Drew Brees than they did for Matt Ryan. No way. Yeah, by like 30 seconds. Are you serious? Are yeah, you, I'm not kidding. Are you I'm not kidding. kidding me? Oh, I did Ma- not see that. That is Matt Ryan was like under a minute, and then Drew Brees was like a minute and a half. No way. Like that, dude. That also, is also so Joe, bad. for more, you if you want more memes, they traded. Uh, uh, Matt Ryan and they got was a third rounder, yeah. and it was the eighty second pick. The eighty second pick, uh, oh, so three twenty eight. Oh, okay, it took me a little bit, but I okay, of course, of course, three twenty. Yeah, I gotta have that twenty eight to three again. Like the Falcons were just doing him dirty. Yeah, the Falcons. Listen, the Falcons are rebuilding. They're going into a full rebuild. They 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 were going all out for Deshaun Watson. They didn't get him. Um, Jameis Winston's back with New Orleans. I don't know. doesn't entertain me all that much. But I do want to talk about uh, the team that Atlanta traded uh, Matt Ryan to, and that's the Indianapolis Colts. So Indianapolis traded a 2022 third-round pick for Matt Ryan, which in my opinion is a steal. Uh, I mean, oh, yeah. you saw quarterbacks going for way more. And I, I think the reason that they ha- they got such a good deal is because the Falcons had had to trade him because they were up against a deadline of his contract becoming, I think, guaranteed for this year. So they trade him for a third-round pick. They have a $40 million dead cap hit going into this year, the biggest dead cap hit for any team in NFL history. What are your thoughts on the Matt Ryan to Indy? Where does this put Indy? Does this make them you know, a Super Bowl contender? Does this make them a division contender? Like, Where are they? Are they a wild-card team? What do you think Matt Ryan going to Indianapolis means for the Colts? I think it helps. But another another franchise where I'm very confused because they said they were done with band aid quarterbacks. They wanted to get their guy, yeah. their 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 future guy, and they go and pick up a 36 year old quarterback who I'm not going to lie, Matt Ryan's still playing good football, but for how long? Two years, three years? He's retired, and yeah. now you got the same you got the same problem. Um, I will say I think that Matt Ryan is a Carson Wentz, but smarter with the football mm-hmm. um like not a superstar but someone who can win you games for sure 
Um, but no, I think it was a good move for Indy because we watched Carson last year, like almost every single play, he just put his body and the ball on the line way too mm-hmm. often. And for Indy, that that was probably just so stressful. And to go get a guy that's a bit more consistent with the football, who now I think has a better O-line, a better team around him, I think it puts the Colts as potential playoff contenders. I wouldn't say Super Bowl contenders because of the AFC just being absolutely stacked this year. Does but, it put um, them ahead of the Titans? Do you think that it puts them ahead of the Titans? Yeah, I think they yeah. are now. I think they're... Because if you look at the Titans, you know, the Titans, I know they went on a run last year, but... I just don't see Ryan Tannehill being a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Um, I think Tennessee will potentially could also make the playoffs, but I think this puts the Colts above them. I, I think it's a toss up. I think they're both, they're kind of similar teams. Honestly, they're dependent on the run game and they, need, they just need their quarterback to do enough. I definitely think the Colts need to go get more weapons. They don't, I, I like Michael Pittman. I think he's a good receiver. Other than that, they have nothing. I, I would be interested to see if all of a sudden Julio Jones jumps on the ship and, and, and returns play with Matt Ryan. He got cut by the Titans. That would be interesting. Uh, but no, you're talking about the Band-Aid quarterback. And to me, like I like Matt Ryan. I've always liked Matt Ryan. The Dolphins should have picked him instead of Jake Long back in the 2008 draft. I'll say that all day, every day. But yeah, how long are the Colts going to do this? Like, like how long are you just going to get these one, two-year fixes? Like, you got to go out and get a guy. And I understand Andrew Luck quit on you, and that, and that was put you in a tough spot. But this might make you better, sure. This I don't think it makes them a Super Bowl contender right now. I you know I could be wrong, but how long are we going to do this? The Band Aid quarterback. Okay, we'll just get this guy for one or two years. One or two years. Honestly, I didn't think that. I I thought they were overreacting a little bit getting rid of Carson once. I didn't think he was that terrible. But it's like you know, does this make them better? Probably. Does this make them better down the road? No. It's like and you're in a tough tough AFC with a ton of really good quarterbacks, like. I don't know. I just don't know how it makes them better in the long run. Uh, it's it's a good move for now, but uh, how much longer are we going to do this? You know, uh, let, and then we can quickly talk about Carson Wentz. Obviously, he got traded since Matt Ryan was there. He got traded to Washington Commanders uh, for so Indianapolis got a third round pick, uh, another third round pick that could turn into a second round pick with that seventy percent playing uh, thing that. The Eagles had on their on their trade, and then a a twenty twenty two second round pick, and Washington got Carson Wentz and a second round pick. So it was a pick swap there in twenty twenty two. A lot, honestly, a lot, a lot more than I thought they would get. They got a decent deal. Uh, I don't know what the Commanders are doing. This doesn't excite me at all. Uh, I, I I don't think I I don't like the vibes of Carson Wentz in Washington. Yeah, um, with that field being known to take injuries. <laughs> Um, I feel like it's a bit scary to have Carson Wentz over there. I will say, Joe, this game. makes him a clear number two favorite in the division. So, clear number which, two. Which that I mean, a- you only need to win five games to be number two in that division. So, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, uh, that's yeah. We don't need to talk too much about that. Also, the Pittsburgh Steelers signed Mitch Besky, baby. Our boy is back. I know that was more me and Joe's boy, but Mitch back on. Uh, a start he's in a starting role it seems again I was surprised by that I think it's interesting I actually low-key think Mitch uh, Mitchell is a better quarterback than than he's given credit for I, I he's not great he's not a Super Bowl winning quarterback but I, I'm interested to see how he plays there in Pittsburgh yeah no I think that he's an upgrade from Ben Roethlisberger this is no hate to Ben I believe Ben was one of the best quarterbacks in the league for a long time but he did decline there near the end of his career and I think Mitch has the arm and I don't see how this is a downgrade. 
Yeah. I think it literally makes them better than they were with, with, with Ben Roethlisberger last year. But anyways, that's most of the quarterback movement. We've did spent a lot of time Joe, on quarterback. Oh, Joe, shoot. Before we move on. Oh, man. We got one more quarterback. If I, you know, it'd be crazy for me not to mention this one. He is the biggest quarterback signing of the uh, offseason. Do you know who I'm talking about? Okay. I must have missed this one. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Teddy Bridgewater signing a one-year deal with the Miami oh, Dolphins. Oh, shoot. Yes. How could I miss Teddy Bridgewater signing a one-year deal to go compete with Tua? Oh, boy. I, there's Listen, I guarantee you Teddy Bridgewater will start at least five games this year. It will happen. You know how I feel about Tua. You know He's going to get injured at some point. It's going to happen. Yeah, no, exactly. But, hey, Joe, while we're on the topic of your Miami Dolphins, why don't you... Uh, why don't you fill us in with how the Dolphins did this year in the, in the free agency? Oh, man. Whew. Where do I start? Why don't we? Yeah, let's, let's talk about it. I wanted to talk about some trades. <laughs> Huge trade. Huge trade happened with my Miami Dolphins. So it was a quite, quite a crazy 48 hours a couple days ago. The Dolphins finally signed Teron Armstead, uh, kind of the consensus number one free agent. They get a left tackle uh, on the offensive line there. And then out of nowhere, this happened so fast, there's rumors Tyreek Hill is 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 searching for a trade. He's been he's been given permission to seek a trade uh, by the Kansas City Chiefs, and then all of a sudden, boom! Adam Schefter says uh, the Dolphins and the Jets are the two finalists, and then boom! Just a few seconds later, Dolphins trade for him. They gave up a haul for him. I'm not gonna lie; it's a first round pick this year, second round pick this year, a fourth round pick this year, a fourth next year, and a sixth next year. So that's a lot to give up, but I'm excited. I'm really excited. Uh, Tyreek Hill's awesome. He's like he, he is uh, one of the be- one of if not the best wide receiver in the NFL, in my opinion. Do I think that his production will be the same on the Dolphins? Probably not. I'm being realistic with myself. Um, he's getting up there in age. He's 28 years old, but he's still to me one of the most explosive players in the NFL. This gets me really, really fired up. He got a brand new contract as well, four year. $120 million contract with $72 million guaranteed. So it's a, it's a huge, huge deal. Um, Yeah, I'm excited. I don't know. Like, as a Dolphins fans, I'm kind of like, I've been trained to like expect the worst. And I, I have a feeling things will end bad and he'll be washed up at some point. And, and he's not going to play all these years of these contracts. I, I, I bet you that. But... It's it's nice to be excited about this team when you know that doesn't always happen. They have now have Jalen Waddle along with Tyreek Hill, and then you have Mike Kosicki and all these weapons. They went and got Raheem Mostert. You know, it, it's an exciting, exciting time to be a Dolphins fan. Uh, will it work out? That's going to be on Tua or Teddy Bridgewater, depending on who's playing games. But I'm definitely excited. I don't know what your thoughts were on this trade. You know, as a Pats fan. I would have rather have seen him gone to the Jets because I know they would have wasted his talent. Um, as a Pats fan who watches his team lose to the Dolphins twice a year for the most part, I'm not excited at all. Um, I would have rather have seen him gone to the Bills, to be honest. Um, but, you know, no, I think it's good. You know, I think Tyreek deserved to get paid. I think he will be the clear number one option in Miami, if not you know, two behind Waddle. But I think him and Jalen Waddle will make a great duo. Um, they'll bring back, I bet, a lot of the Wildcat offense um, mm. with his speed and everything. So I think it was a great signing. I think it was good for the Dolphins to finally get something right. Um, 
But now the question looms after signing Teddy Bridgewater. I don't think that he will be a starter, but it's like, are we going to have more back and forth drama with the quarterback position? Yeah. Yep. That's, that's a big thing. And I, I do want to say like Tua's getting a lot of slander and I, and I've made my, my opinions very clear on Tua. Like I, I've, I, you know how I feel about him. I'm, I was, I said I was out on him. I was kind of over him. Uh, they're, they're sticking with him. Um, and that's, that's fine. I hope I'm wrong. I hope Tua becomes a top five quarterback in the NFL. I don't see it right now, but I do want to say, I do want to defend him for a little bit. People are like, Oh, how is Tyreek Hill going to succeed when Tua can't throw past 15 yards or whatever? And it's like, watch Tyreek Hill's like film. He doesn't just run 70 yards on the field every single time. Like he's an explosive player. You can get him involved in a bunch of different situations. And also it's a little overblown Tua can throw down the field. He can't throw down the field like Patrick Mahomes, not even close, not even close, but nobody can, except for maybe Josh Allen. But it's like, they'll get, they'll use him in different spots. Like, I'm not worried about that, that, oh, Tua can't throw to Tyreek Hill. He can't get the ball to him. It's like, that's, that's overblown in my opinion. No, I agree with that. And I think that Tyreek Hill running, you know, post and seam routes, I think waste his talent. The man's talent is his speed. And mm-hmm. why not give him a five yard, you know, um, uh, five rounds, five yard slant route, or a uh, uh, give him the ball, you know, out of the backfield, or like let him use his legs. He doesn't need to Absolutely. run seventy yards down the field and try to beat a defensive back. He can beat a defense back like off the line. Mm-hmm. Um, and 100%. I think that's where he's going to fit well with Miami. I think they're going to use that a lot more than uh than the the Chiefs did. So I don't know. I think it's a good fit. I uh, I wasn't overly salty. I was like, you know, good for him. I now do I wish he came to the Patriots? Absolutely. Um, but you know, that would, you know, Bill Belichick doesn't sign big name players. Yeah. Except for last year. And then uh, yeah. Patriots fans are probably like, it's going to be different. And then it's the same thing again this year. Yep. Yep. Uh, but, uh, any other trades you want to talk about? There was a, just a ton of huge trades. Joe, I got a list here. I, I highlighted some of the big name ones. Let me run through it real quick. All right. All right. Let me flip through until, okay. We're back on the dolphins. Dolphins signed Raheem Mostert uh, to a one-year deal. Also, wide receiver Cedric Wilson to a three-year deal, uh, $22.8 million. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll just skip the Patriots because they've done absolutely nothing. <laughs> um, Cincinnati goes out and gets uh, Leo Collins uh, from the Cowboys, I believe. He signed a three-year deal, which, you know, hey, boost that O-line. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, we already talked about the Browns, but they also got Amari Cooper uh, in a trade with the Cowboys. And then if we go over, we talked about the Colts Jaguars. I'm a little bit stumped about what they're trying to accomplish here. Joe, they signed wide receiver Zay Jones to a three year, $24 million deal and wide receiver Christian Kirk to a four year, $72 million contract. Joe, I think it's time we get the pads out. We go, you know, try out for Jacksonville. We could probably (laughs) make 40 million. Dude, even if I, I, you know, I could probably be, uh, with the way the Jaguars are paying guys, I could probably be a four million, at least a four million dollar receiver. You know, I don't doubt that, Joe. I don't doubt that. But then we move <laughs> on to Kansas City. They signed Juju Smith, so Jackson Mahomes and Juju will get to film TikToks together. There you go. See if um, you can get involved in that, Mike. Hey, I, <laughs> I could probably go sign a one year deal with the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, my favorite <laughs> franchise. <laughs> Then the Oakland Raiders go out and get wide receiver Devontae Adams in a trade from the Packers. He will be getting $141, uh, $141 million contract over five <laughs> years, $28 million a year. Chandler Jones also signing with uh, Oakland, like we talked about earlier. Max Crosby signing. 
And in Los Angeles, this AFC West show absolutely went off oh in the offseason. They re-signed Mike Williams on a three-year deal. They get Khalil Mack in a trade. They get J.C. Jackson from the Patriots on a five-year deal. That's why I believe the Chargers will be the number one team in that division, Joe. Yeah, um, they got they got Khalil Mack. Holy smokes. That almost nuts. like flew under the radar. Exactly. I mean, and it's, then J.C. Jackson, that defense is stacked, yeah. Joe. Dude, that, that trade was very surprising to me. Go to go and get Khalil Mack, and then I, I do want to talk a little bit about the Devonte Adams trade. That was another stunner to me on the Shaco meter. This was a five. I was stunned out of my mind when this thing hit. Like uh, they, the 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 Packers traded Devonte Adams. He's one of the best, if not the best, receiver in the NFL to the Las Vegas Raiders for a first and a second round pick in this year's draft. First of all, not that much to give up, to be honest. That was that was pretty pretty low. I thought he was going to get more than that, but it is a huge contract. I think that's the big thing in this trade. Uh, where, where do you think this leaves the Raiders? Like, do, do you think that Devontae Adams can have the same production with Derek Carr that he had with Aaron Rodgers, or is it is it just more of a, an Aaron Rodgers type situation that it was just him you know, kind of boosting Devontae Adams up? Well, I'm not sure if you'll have the same production, but I think that offense will perform at a way higher level. Um, it'll free up mm-hmm. Hunter Renfro for sure. And Derek Carr is not a... He's no joke. Uh, Derek Carr can play good quarterback. He uh, had pretty well stats last year. Um, and they used to be teammates, Joe. A lot of people don't know that. They used to be teammates yeah. in college, I believe. Fresno State. Um, I think Derek Carr owes Devonta Adams a car, if I'm not, if I'm not wrong. Uh, really? what, uh, Devonta Adams said that if he come, if Derek Carr said if he came to Las Vegas, he'd buy him a car. And oh, really? He came to Vegas, and Devonta said he's looking at some Ferraris. So we'll see how that turns out. Huh. Um, no, I think the I think the Raiders. It, I don't think Devonta will be as um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't think yeah, the chemistry between Aaron Rodgers and Devonta is one of a kind. I do think you'll have a lot of a lot of success in Las Vegas though. Um, so I'm very excited to see that whole division play. It's going to be really interesting. Um, but we also had the Rams re-signing Matthew Stafford. Massive contract extension. Oh, and yeah. they also got Allen Robinson, Joe. Yes, that was big. Three-year, $46.5 million deal, Joe. Um, Allen Robinson joins the other six top receivers in the NFL. Uh, <laughs> basically, you know, the Rams are stacked in that uh, that <laughs> yeah. department. So, man, that Rams team is just building for another. I don't know how, where they're getting this money from, but um, yeah. they're, they're building for another Super Bowl run. I thought that was a crazy signing. They ended up trading Robert Woods to the Tennessee Titans uh, correct. a few, uh, few days after that. But that was a, that was a surprise signing, Allen Robinson going there. I thought he would be going to the Jets or something, but I think he's finally like, I want to play with a good quarterback. I don't blame him. Go play with a good quarterback. Uh, that Rams team is going to be crazy. Like just Cooper Cup and Allen Robinson. Are you kidding me? That's that's a fun, fun duo. Even if you Robert Woods is about, out there, you can't forget. Okay, yeah. So you got Cup, you got um, Allen Robinson, Odell. Still technically, I think, or is he a free agent? I'm not sure. He's a free agent. There's there's been a lot of rumors that he's just going to come back. If he comes back, they got Odell. Um, they also got is it Van Jefferson or Jefferson? Yeah. Whatever Van his Jefferson, first name is. Yep. Yeah. Um, they got Tyler Higby. Um, as a tight end. So that, that offense is full of talent show. Oh yeah. And then they got Cam Akers in the backfield. Sony Michelle played really well. And uh, last year, um, and Daryl Henderson was, was, was playing good at times as well, but no, they, uh, that Rams team looks good. 
Why don't we just get into our final segment here, unless you have anything else you want to talk about, and do some some winners and losers. I was going to say, let's go winners and losers, and then let's run through the uh, the divisions uh, real quick. Yes. Um, kind of where I, we yes, think the, the divisions will play out. So for yes. my free agency winners and losers, I got the winners as the oh, AFC yeah. West. How, why don't we... Why don't we do? You give me one winner. Give me one winner okay. or or a loser. Anything winner or a loser, and then I'll give you one, and we'll kind of just go back and forth. Sorry, I jumped the gun there. I, I'm glad you said that, but I'm <laughs> I still going to stick with my. You're excited. My my winner is still going to be the AFC West, Joe. Um, I know it's not just one team, but that entire division. Just I feel like every team, yeah. maybe outside the Chiefs. Chiefs didn't do anything massive, um, but that entire division just completely went off in free agency. Absolutely. I think, yeah, a winner would be their chances of being on primetime games. That's going to be a lot of AFC West football. Uh, I'll have one that aligns with that. I'm going to say my biggest one, not my biggest loser. One of my biggest losers is the Kansas City Chiefs uh, so far in this free agency. Listen, I I still think they're really good, but the entire rest of your division is loading up on talent. Yeah, you know, the Raiders getting Devontae Adams. Yeah, Russell Wilson going to the Broncos. The Chargers went all out just spending like crazy. Um, everybody's loading up, and you just got worse. I, I understand you got yeah. Marquez Valdez-Scantling. You got Juju Smith-Schuster, some of the craziest names of any receiving core ever. <laughs> um, but you got rid of your biggest weapon, and you you actively got worse. And I, this could change in the draft, but even you know, you're know you not going to find a guy in the draft that's immediately going to be like Tyreek Hill uh, so that's one of my biggest losers. Then I'll just give you a winner right away uh, because we're talking about the AFC West. The Los Angeles Chargers are probably one of my biggest winners. And Justin Herbert is one of my biggest winners from free agency. They re-sign Mike Williams. You kind of talked about a lot of this, but they re-sign Mike Williams. They bring in JC Jackson. That's, you know, what were your thoughts on, on the Patriots losing JC Jackson real quick? I was heartbroken. Um, <laughs> I thought JC would sign a deal with the Pats, but... As the days went on, I started losing hope and I just came to the realization that um, the Pats were not going to go get him. They're going to stick with Jalen Mills. And we also got Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl hero, Malcolm Butler back. (laughs) I mean, greatest, greatest cornerback to ever live, Joe. So, I mean, I'm real (laughs) excited about that one. Um, No, I was pretty heartbroken about JC. He's been absolutely amazing with the Pats. So I hope he has success there in Los Angeles. Yeah, it's it's kind of frustrating. It would be frustrating to be a Patriots fan in the offseason. I mean, they make up for it with Super Bowls, which is fine. But this it, is I true. Can, I, it can be frustrating. Uh, but yeah, they got J.C. Jackson, the Chargers. Uh, they got Sebastian Joseph Day, uh, the defensive tackle from the Los Angeles Rams. And then they traded for Khalil Mack. And, you know, they're building around that around that rookie quarterback or rookie contract quarterback. And I think that's really key. You, If you have a an elite quarterback on a rookie contract, now is the time. You start building. You start signing. Who cares about cap space? You don't have to spend $50 million a year on a quarterback. Go get yourself as much talent around him as possible. So I really love what the Chargers are doing. Yeah, no, I agree, Joe. I agree. Um, that also brings me to my losers now. Um, I got two losers. And that is the New England Patriots because they have signed... No one outside of Malcolm Butler, um, Ty Montgomery, and Trent Brown, I believe. So I was just kind of like, okay, well, I'm glad we're doing something. Um, and then the Packers losing Devontae. I think it was Darius Smith, um, MVS. Aaron Rodgers is literally throwing to Randall Cobb. 
And Randall Cobb is old. He's kind of washed. He has literally no offensive talent outside of Robert Tunyon. So that offense is just absolutely depleted. I have no idea what the Packers are doing. If they're just like, here, Aaron, we're going to give you your contract. You're now going to be happy until next offseason when you're going to start drama again. But this <laughs> yeah. way, for at least one year, we have you happy. And then we'll just tank. And I, I, I don't know what the Packers are trying to do here. Yeah, it is it is very confusing. And I'll be interested to see what they do in the draft or if they bring in maybe Julio Jones, Odell Beckham. I don't know. Bring in somebody at the wide receiver position because Randall Cobb is their number one receiver at this point. But yeah, definitely they are big losers. Another winner for me, the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills, they just quietly make really solid moves like every offseason, it seems like. Like they kind of, and they did get, it, there, there was one non-quiet thing and that was getting Von Miller. I think, I do yeah. think that they over, they overpaid a little bit for Von Miller, but tell you what, he's a really good quarterback. Uh, and he, he's, he's a, he went to the Rams to win a Super Bowl. They won a Super Bowl. They bring him in uh, on a huge $120 million six year deal, uh, 20 per year. And, and I think it's 51 guaranteed. So that was a big time signing. But then after that, just quietly getting, solid players like they bring back Shaq Lawson and, and Jordan Phillips uh, two former Dolphins that are back uh, they also played in Buffalo in the past they bring in Duke Johnson another former Dolphin he played really good down the stretch for Miami uh, Jamison Crowder I think that's a killer killer signing by them to go get Jamison Crowder uh, on like a two million dollar one year deal I think he's going to be so good there and then they got OJ Howard from the Bucks. A solid, you know, one-two punch there with 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 Dawson Knox, and then they traded a seventh-round pick for Case Keenum, and I know that's not a huge thing, but he's a better backup quarterback than what they had. And to me, I don't understand why the Browns traded Case Keenum away. I think he's better than Jacoby Brissett, but just quietly good moves. And I think they're 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 ready to compete for Super Bowls. They're already there, and I think to me they they got to be one of the Super Bowl favorites uh, so far this offseason. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, everyone's been talking about the AFC West. So, you know, like crazily, um, Russell Wilson, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Derek Carr, Justin Herbert. We're forgetting about the man who literally put on one of the most epic postseason runs by a quarterback yeah. in Josh Allen, who threw, I think, nine touchdowns, probably close to a thousand yards and no interceptions. And the only reason I don't I think we don't see them in the Super Bowl is because they had a last 13 second blunder in the game against the Chiefs. So, yeah, you can't sleep on the Bills, Joe. They they made plenty of moves. Sucks again as a Pats fan cuz we're probably going to finish 3rd in the division, but I mean, hey, <laughs> if we're not doing anything in the off season, there's a reason we're finishing 3rd in the division. Yeah. Uh, you got any more winners or losers? Joe, I'm out of winners and losers. I actually just had a great idea. I'm going to run it by you real quick and see what your opinion is on this. Okay. Um, okay. So we were just about to talk about who we rank kind of our divisions, uh, teams, where they where they would go. But I was thinking, why don't you send me a picture? I'll make a cool graphic. I'll post it on our TikTok. Interact yeah. with the fans a little. That's a great idea. You want to do that instead of doing it on the podcast? I think so. You know, we'll post it on there. Fans can interact. They can roast us in the comments. They can let us know what Perfect. their takes are. Um, just we. There you go. That, that's yeah. a goal with the TikTok. We, you know, TikTok and Instagram. We want to interact with you guys. So feel yes. free to check us out over there and comment what y'all think about our uh, yep. our rankings. Please, yes, please. The interaction is key. Uh, I'll throw out a couple more winners and losers. I just got some written down. Might do as well it. say them. I I prepped them. I'm going to say the Dolphins. They're a big winner, uh, and they do this all the time in the offseason. I'm trying to level my expectations, and I might need you to help me, Mike, to just okay. level me out because like I I just. 
I, this whole offseason, I went into it. I was like, we don't have a franchise quarterback. That's my opinion. So, like, we're not we're not there yet. We're not going to be there. I was not expecting much this season. I think I thought, okay, we'll win six, seven games. We'll probably finish third, you know, or compete, maybe compete with the Patriots for that second spot. Uh, but they, they've done really good in this offseason. They've done some really good things. They brought in Raheem Mostert. They brought in Chase Edmonds. Uh, just speed. They brought in Cedric, Willick, w- w- Cedric Willis. Uh, from the Dallas Cowboys, uh, they then they bring in Tyreek Hill, uh, you know, and then they bring in Teron Armstead, Connor Williams, the guard. They're 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 shaping up that offensive line. I'm excited. Uh, I'm trying not to get too excited because, like I said, I don't think we have the quarterback. But I think they've done a really good job, and there's no more excuses for Tua now. You have the offensive line getting better. You have your receivers getting better. To me. Uh, like there's no excuses for him. This is a make or break year. And the one thing I love the most about what the Dolphins did, Mike, is they traded for Tyreek Hill. They gave up a lot of capital this year, but they still have two first round picks next year. Okay. So if Tua's, if Tua's not the guy there, I think they're very prepared. If Tua's not the guy, if he continues to show he's not the guy, they're either going to trade up for a quarterback or maybe who knows Kyler Murray. Maybe he all of a sudden doesn't want to be in Arizona anymore. Maybe Lamar Jackson, he's not signing a contract there with the Ravens. Maybe he wants to come home to Florida where he's from. I, I think they're they're very much preparing for life potentially after Tua if he's not the guy. They now, like what quarterback wouldn't want to come and play in Miami now with all the weapons and in, in the roster that they have? To be honest, I heard some rumors that Brady was going to Miami. So, you know, I saw that too. Yeah, plenty of quarterbacks probably want to go to Miami. Uh, you make a lot of good points. I still think at best they're the number two team in that division. Uh, yeah, behind the Bills, but if they get off to a slow start and the Pats just do what the Pats do and just play mediocre uh, like they did last year, um, then they'll be a number three team. So we'll just have to have to wait till the NFL season starts, which it sucks that it's so far away, but I am so excited for this year with the way the offseason shaped up. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, I got a couple more. I'll just losers. Uh Panthers, Falcons, both try to get Deshaun Watson. Both, I mean, what the heck are the Panthers going to do at quarterback? They maybe are, Baker I, they, goes to maybe Baker goes over there to Carolina. I saw reports that there was the disinterest. There was mutual disinterest between the two. They both don't want each other, so that's terrible. Baker's running out of options. Him and Jimmy G are probably losers this offseason. Yeah, there's not very many spots left for those two guys. Like I, Jimmy G might not even get traded now at this point. Honestly, I mean. It's funny how how at the beginning I thought Baker and Jimmy G were the top two going to get traded, and now they're yeah. the only two that have yet to be traded. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, that's kind of crazy to think about. Baker seems like the only place he can go at this point is Seattle, but we'll see. Maybe it'll be an injury to a quarterback or something. Uh, but my, I'm going to say one of my biggest winners, and this will be the last one, we, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This looked like a team that was going to be lost. Tom Brady all of a sudden says, I'm coming back. They And in turn, they get Ryan Jensen back, Leonard Fournette back. Uh, they get uh, Carlton Davis back. Chris Godwin. Uh, yep. Chris, yes, Chris Godwin back. Exactly. Um, they've signed Logan Ryan, you know, as a decent cornerback. Um, and they brought in Russell Gage on, on a nice contract. They trade a fifth-round pick for Shaq Mason from oh. the from the Patriots. I don't understand that, Mike. I would be ticked off if, if I was you. Because Shaq Mason is one of the best guards in the NFL. I saw it, Joe, and I was just like, that was like I think one of the first moves the Pats made, and I was just like, yeah, we are literally Bill Belichick's gone senile. He's gonna he's gonna go Bill O'Brien and get rid of the team. Uh, we're screwed. 
Like, um, what I, is that? I trust him, Bill, and I'm hoping that we we do something in the draft, but I think that we just couldn't afford him because we had no money after what we did last year. But I saw that next year, the year, yeah, next year we have over 100 million in cap space. So I think Bill is just setting up for the next year or two, and then he's going to spend big again. Um, okay. So we'll we'll have to see how that goes. But I was quite I was very disappointed in that move. Yeah, that was shocking for a fifth round pick too. Like just nothing for and and, and you know they they lose Ali Marpet to to uh, retirement, and then they lose um oh what's the name of the guy that went to the Bengals the guard oh what what is his name I'm I'm blanking on his name, but they lost him as well, and then they just go and get one of the best guards in the NFL. Like really good recovery job by by the uh by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think they're 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 going to be a Super Bowl favorite, absolutely. But anyways, I think we've said it all. We we were like, "Oh, maybe we'll have like a short half-hour episode." Yeah, right. We ain't got we're, time for that. We like these longer ones. Yeah, we're up uh, up over an hour, but no, there's there was a lot to talk about. We missed a lot and we still miss a like a lot. Like I didn't really talk about the Amari Cooper trade to the Browns. I like that trade, but and like a bunch of other things that we missed, but like you, you, we can't cover it all. Uh, we, we tried, we'll have tons of time to talk about football. Uh, Mike, I don't know if you have anything else you want to say before we wrap things up here on the pod. No, Joe, uh, I need to think of something. The basketball thing was kind of just hit and miss kind of random. <laughs> need to come up with something every week just to like talk about. Um, right. I don't know if it's gonna be golf related or, you know, Xbox related or, I'm, who knows what it's gonna be? I'm gonna think of something, and I'm just gonna start talking about it every single time the podcast is over. Very good, very good. I'm excited to be back. I hope you guys are excited oh, to have same. us back. Hopefully, no news happens between now. We're recording this on Saturday. Hopefully, it goes up on Monday or Tuesday. So, if all of a sudden we didn't talk about some huge news, it's because uh, we recorded it early. It's pre-recorded, but uh, make sure you guys give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, it helps us a ton. Make sure you share the podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at underscore average Joe Show. Uh, and yeah, comment on stuff. You know, get really get into the nitty gritty. Give us some you know questions. Call us out. Say, hey, Mike, you're an idiot for thinking that the Patriots should have kept Shaq Mason, or Joe, you're stupid for thinking that Tyree Kill is awesome. You know, just do whatever. You know. Maybe don't be too mean because I don't want my feelings to get hurt. But uh, make sure you guys uh, listen. Tune in every week for new episodes. Uh, We love you guys. Uh, We're excited to be back. So much to talk about. Uh, But for Mike and for myself, uh, we will catch you guys on the next one.